Thaddeus, you've accomplished a couple of amazing things, like solving a Rubik's Cube while juggling and riding a unicycle all at the same time. Why did you do this? For me, it was a fun challenge that I just wanted to see if I could do. I could do them all separately and then decided to learn them together and then add in the extra challenge of the unicycle. So it was just something fun that I could challenge myself with. How long did it take you? What was your best time? My best time on the unicycle is about 2 minutes, 30 seconds. My best time without it is a minute, 10 seconds. Okay, so, I mean, a Ruby's Cube, uh, I fiddled around with one some time back, and it took a long time. Is a Rubik's Cube different each time, or is it usually the same scenario? Yes, so it, it's different each time. If, whether you just mix it up by yourself or if you're in a competition, there's pre-generated scrambles that they're using to mix up the cube, but it'll be different pretty much every time. Now, you have, have obviously two eyes and one brain. How do you focus on the Rubik's Cube, which is complicated, much less keeping your balance and, and then the, the stuff in the air. How do you do that? Yeah, that's a great question. So there were a lot of different challenges that came up along the way as I was trying to learn this. And one of them is just being able to do so many things at once. So I had to get to the point where juggling was almost second nature and I could focus on something else, like a different object or something in the distance without worrying about the juggling and just use my peripheral vision for that. Because if I try and find the next move that I have to do on the Rubik's Cube or try and see what it looks like at any given time, I'm focusing on that and not the juggling. So I had to get good enough at the juggling to where that was almost second nature and then be good enough at the cube to where it was, I needed less focus for that. So have you sent the information to the uh, Guinness Book of World Records? Are there other people who have tried this? Yes, so there there are about, I think the number is about 20 people in the world who can solve a cube while juggling it. I was the first, as far as any of us know, to get it on the unicycle. And there's since then, there's two others as well who can do it on the unicycle. So I have not sent it into Guinness. I've thought about it. Uh, at this point, I would not be the fastest person, though, to do it on the unicycle. The two people who've learned since I got my first solve are both faster than I am. So I, I probably won't send this into Guinness, but if I learn some new skill or add something else onto it, I may send that in. I was going to ask you, have you thought about adding element number four? Yes, there's, there's other things that I've thought about adding. Uh, probably the next thing that would be really cool and probably not that much more difficult would be to add in flaming torches instead of juggling balls because I think that would just look awesome and it'd be really cool to do. So That would be very eye-catching, yeah. Yeah. But that is, I sense you aren't just doing this for, for the fun of it. There's, there's more, more to it, more behind it. Yeah. Um, the, the fun is a lot of it, but I also do like to challenge myself and learn new things because that mentality stays with me for a lot of the other things that I'm doing. So whether it's school, like academics, or a sport or some other activities, me trying to master some new skill or progress in some way definitely applies to those as well. And there's other reasons as well. Um, I would say I like to inspire people and show people what is possible to do with what God has given us. I think everybody has been given a brain and a body, and both of those are two 
incredibly well-engineered and well-designed things that can do a lot of amazing skills. And some people credit solving a cube while juggling to me just being special or just being some kind of super genius. And that's not true. I think there is an aspect of my background and the way I was brought up and my parents pouring into me in the right ways that makes it easier for me than for some people potentially. But I think that everyone has a brain and a body and those can do more than some people are aware of. So I would like to inspire people with what I can do by giving them ideas for what they could try, whether it's this or something else, just some unique challenge. And does this fit in pretty well with your studies uh, in engineering at, at Cedarville? Um, sort of indirectly, I suppose. Uh, maybe some of that problem-solving mindset where uh, an engineer is given a problem to solve and a set of variables and a medium that they're working in and then has to figure out how to solve it. A similar process was what I used for this challenge, just different variables and an entirely different problem that I'm working with. So I do think it does apply. Um, I got my first juggling solve before I knew what my major would be in college, but it does kind of fit in, I think, with that engineering mentality. So once you graduate, what do you want to be doing? Uh, yeah, so when I graduate, I will, Lord willing, become an officer in the Air Force. I'm currently in Air Force ROTC. So I'll, the plan is to commission as soon as I graduate and then do whatever career I get assigned or apply for. All right. And going back to, uh, to talking about faith again, do you think that sometimes we underestimate or fail to recognize the capability of, of the minds and skills that God's given us that we kind of settle for mediocrity now and then? I do think so, yes. I, I would agree with that. All right. Well, I really appreciate you talking with us, Thaddeus. Uh, this is this is amazing. I'm glad to hear about your future plans. We we need uh, you know qualified, capable, and enthusiastic people in our armed forces. And thank you for sharing your heart with us. Thank you for taking the time to talk with me about it. I love talking about it.